The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. Christ is risen. In 1883, on an August morning, the earth broke open and made the loudest sound ever heard. Ever. It happened on the island of Krakatoa in Indonesia, and this sound could be, hear, could be heard at astonishingly great distances. Sailors 50 miles from the explosion had their eardrums blown out. In the Nicobar Islands, they heard it, that's 1,300 miles away from Krakatoa. They heard it in Western Australia, 2,000 miles distant. And in the Indian Ocean on the island of Mauritius, they heard the sound like the roar of distant heavy guns. That's 3,000 miles away from Krakatoa. I mean, just think about that for a second. This is kind of nuts. I mean, if, if you went home today and somebody told you that here in Atlanta, they heard something that happened in Knoxville, Tennessee from their house, you probably wouldn't believe them. Knoxville's just 200 miles from here. What happened at Krakatoa meant here in Atlanta, us hearing a sound of an explosion that happened in Seattle, Washington. This would be like being in Boston and hearing something in Dublin, Ireland. The sound would take over four hours just to get here. So people all over the Pacific Rim that day were scratching their heads and saying, what was that? It sounded like thunder, but the sky was blue. It sounded like cannon fire, but there was no navy nearby. Sailors intently searched for signs of impending storms, but there weren't any. Everyone asked, what was that? It must have been something big. 1,800 years earlier, everyone in Jerusalem was asking the same question. Now, the city was kind of on edge from everything that had happened over the weekend. The teacher, Jesus, the guy from Nazareth, he had been crucified in front of everybody. His uh, followers thought he was the Messiah. I mean, God in the flesh. But then he died. Well, and a, a dead Messiah is no Messiah at all. That morning, two of his followers, two women, were walking in the dark on the way to the tomb where his body had been laid. Their arms were full of spices and their hearts were full of disappointment. They were on their way to anoint a dead body. All that was on their mind was the question is, who's going to roll away that big heavy stone that covered the opening to this cave-like tomb? But then everyone in Jerusalem felt it. An earthquake, a huge one. The ground shakes and heaves, and everyone asked, what was that? What would make the earth heave and buck? Krakatoa was actually caused by an immense volcanic eruption. Krakatoa used to be a mountain that stood 2,600 feet above sea level, but that explosion reduced that mountain to nothing and resulted in what's called the greatest geological event that ever happened. 
But that earthquake in Jerusalem, that was, that was no geological occurrence. No, things were about to get very extraordinary in Jerusalem. You see, God had sent a messenger. An angel descended with fearful power, causing the earth to shake and performing a crucial task. He rolled away the stone that had shut Jesus' tomb to leave it open for the world to see. The soldiers that were there to guard the tomb, when they saw this angel come like a meteor from heaven, they shook and became like dead men. And then these women come onto the scene with their arms full of spices and their hearts full of disappointment, and the angel says to them, do not be afraid. They had come only looking for a grave, but the angel invited them into a tomb to show them and to show the world that the tomb of Jesus Christ was empty. He invited them into the tomb and told them that the greatest, the most significant event in the history of the world that happened. He lives. Christ is risen. See, they had come to this place looking for a dead Jesus, but a dead Jesus won't do anyone any good. But, but a resurrected Jesus? Well, that would change everything. Because if Jesus rose from the dead, then everything He had promised them was true. If Jesus rose from the dead, this would be the most significant event that happened in history. Because that would mean that on a Friday, the Son of God died for the sins of the world. And on Sunday morning, He tore death open at the seams, and from the depths broke forth the victory of unconquerable life. You know, the angel had said, don't be afraid, because he's risen just as he said. It's an important point. Jesus had told them this was the plan all the way along. The problem with Jesus' disciples is that they believed every one of his predictions about his crucifixion, but they didn't believe a single one of his predictions about his resurrection. This most significant event ever happened exactly according to plan because God had been promising this since the Garden of Eden. Because our brokenness, our sinfulness, it can't be just forgotten. It can't be simply fixed. No, our brokenness, it needs to be atoned. And that is why Christ came to this earth to stand in our place, to die in our stead, so that we might find forgiveness and freedom from our guilt. Jesus had told them, I'm going to be crucified, but on the third day I will rise again in victory. Do not be afraid. He lives. So these ladies, they run from the tomb. I mean, they just heard about the most significant event ever. They had to tell somebody. But God wanted to make sure that they knew exactly what to say. And so they ran right into him, into Jesus, alive, in the flesh. This wasn't some vision, wasn't some dream. They clung to his flesh and blood feet. They held to his body and soul person. Jesus told them, I've risen, I'm victorious. Now I want you to go tell this to my brothers. Those are really significant words that come out of Jesus' mouth here. When he says, go and tell 
my brothers. Because remember who he's talking about, right? He's talking about the disciples who were so full of bold promises about how they'd never abandon Jesus. But yet on that dark night when Jesus was betrayed and arrested, they all ran in fear. They denied they ever knew him. One of his trusted group was one of the people that betrayed him. I mean, now Jesus comes back victorious from the grave. He had plenty of good reasons to remind these fellows about how they deserted him and abandoned him and weren't worth a thing. He had plenty of reason to remind them that, you know, what you are is going to be in my kingdom. The most you ought to be is a servant, I guess. But instead, at this moment of victory, his first words to his disciples, he calls them my brothers for the very first time. Go and tell my brothers. You see, the resurrection of Jesus fundamentally changes our relationship with God. Fundamentally changes it. Because these disciples that should have deserved nothing from Jesus got forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Because here's what happened. The most significant event in human history, the Son of God had made atonement. He had conquered death and sin and hell and so fundamentally changed our relationship that he can look at forgiven sinners like you and me and call us my brothers. He said, go and tell them. Tell them the most significant thing ever happened. He lives. If you had lived in America in 1883, uh, you would not have been able to hear that explosion of Krakatoa. Somebody would have had to tell you about the loudest sound that had ever happened. But your not hearing it wouldn't have made it less real and wouldn't have made it any less concrete. I mean, in fact, even if you couldn't hear it, you could measure it. So all around the world on that morning of the explosion, there were uh, weather stations that had barometers, those instruments that uh, measured atmospheric pressure. And all around the world, barometers started showing this huge spike as an inaudible, invisible pressure wave spread out from Krakatoa. And six hours after the explosion, it hit Calcutta. Twelve hours after the explosion, it hit St. Petersburg, Russia, then Berlin and Rome in Paris. Eighteen hours later, it hit New York City. For five full days after the explosion, that inaudible, invisible pressure wave circled the planet every 34 hours, like clockwork, which is the amount of time it takes for the speed of sound to go around the world. For five days, the whole planet was ringing like a bell. Even if you didn't hear it, you could see its effects. Tides rose thousands of miles away. All over the world, the evening sky burned with lurid fire because of the particulates. In fact, if you've ever seen uh, Edvard Munch's painting, The Scream, you know that sky? That was the Krakatoa-affected skies that you saw all over the world. If you lived in America in 1883, you would not have heard the loudest sound ever. But that didn't make it any less real, and that doesn't make its effects any less concrete. You may not have ever seen the resurrected Jesus, 
You may have never held his feet. You may have never heard him speak. But though unheard and unseen by you, I am here to tell you that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is as real as the sunrise. The Apostle Paul said, it's a verifiable fact. He told Christians around the world, go ask the witnesses. Listen to what he wrote. I passed on to you of first importance that Christ died for our sins, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Cephas, the twelve, and to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time. You may not have seen the resurrection of Jesus, but I'm here to tell you that that doesn't make it any less real or its effects any less concrete because the effects of that event have been circling the globe ever since that day because his victory over death made this world ring like a bell because that resurrection marked the dawning of a new era, an era where sin no longer convicts us, where Satan no longer controls us, and where death no longer contains us. That is the beating heart of all of our hope. That is the message that makes this world ring like a bell. That is the message that takes away our fear and sends us out to shout with joy the most significant event that ever happened. He lives. Christ is risen. Amen.